This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Some people say we're not ready for electric vehicles, but the sales numbers are telling a different story. The Wall Street Journal reports that EV sales tripled in the last two years and that automakers can't build them fast enough. Last summer, it took an average of 47 days to sell an EV. This year, it's 19 days, which is four days faster than an ICE vehicle. If they could build more, they could sell more. But automakers face shortages of batteries and computer chips. Until they solve that, EV sales will not be able to reach their full potential. Germany is falling behind in making EV batteries. That's according to Martin Dahm, the CEO of Daimler Truck. Batteries are very energy intensive to manufacture, and energy prices in Germany and Europe are sky high right now because Russia cut off natural gas supplies to the European Union. That puts Europe at a cost disadvantage to make EV batteries. Daimler has an electric semi that it's selling right now with LFP batteries with a range of 500 kilometers or about 350 miles. And by the end of the decade, it wants 60% of its sales to be battery or fuel cell electric. Speaking of big electric trucks, Cattle wants to make them capable of battery swapping in China. Cattle, the world's largest EV battery manufacturer, developed what it calls MTB, or Module to Bracket Technology. The modules are stacked together in a bracket, which is integrated into the chassis of the truck. On top of reducing weight, it also helps lower the center of gravity by 21%, making it safer. The system can accommodate battery packs from 140 up to 600 kilowatt hours, depending on the duty cycle of the truck. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. After electrifying the Kangoo and Master, Renault continues to round out its EV van lineup with the all-electric version of the Traffic. It will be available in two wheelbases and two body heights. Power comes from a 90-kilowatt or 120-horsepower electric motor, which provides a 750-kilogram towing capacity and the ability to carry over a ton. Lastly, the battery pack is 52 kilowatt hours and is estimated to return 240 kilometers or roughly 150 miles of range. But no word yet on when the electric traffic van will be available. But speaking of electric vans, Ford revealed the all-new e-Transit Custom earlier this month, but now we're learning more about its other powertrains. The new Transit Custom will also come with PHEV and diesel setups. 
there's four diesel engine outputs available, ranging from about 110 horsepower up to roughly 170. Those engines can be paired to a six-speed manual with an optional limited slip diff or an eight-speed automatic that's available with all-wheel drive, a first for the Transit Custom. As for the PHEV, its setup is going to sound familiar to the Kuga plug-in. It combines a 2.5-liter gas engine and a battery pack with 11.8 kilowatt-hours of usable energy that provides up to 57 kilometers, or 35 miles of range. It also provides 2.3 kilowatts of power that can be tapped into for work tools or equipment. Deliveries of the new Transit Custom kick off in the middle of next year. One, or our next energy, revealed a new battery type that it says will help increase EV range. It's an anode-free cell that has a volumetric energy density of over 1,000 watt-hours per liter, which it believes is the highest for a large format cell ever produced. But the issue with these types of cells is that they typically have a low life cycle. So, one is using them in a dual chemistry architecture with lithium iron phosphate or LFP cells. The LFP side does all the heavy lifting, while the anode-free cells are meant for lighter loads like cruising. It will use this setup in a BMW iX prototype later this year that it hopes to achieve a 600-mile range with. Better still, because the anode-free battery eliminates the need for graphite and anode manufacturing equipment, one believes it can bring costs down to $50 per kilowatt hour at scale. The future of Michigan is extraordinarily bright. Um, we have such incredible assets, and I think more and more we're realizing how to put those together in a way that's going to help this state really help lead the nation uh, as we go forward. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Ford is developing smartphone technology that can warn drivers of pedestrians or bicyclists that are in a vehicle's path, even if the driver is blocked from seeing them. It's an app that uses Bluetooth low-energy messaging to communicate with a connected Ford vehicle. If it detects that a crash could occur, Ford Sync alerts the driver on the screen with graphics of pedestrians or bicyclists, along with audio alerts. Ford says the technology could also be used to detect construction zones and workers. The automaker is working with a number of companies and schools to develop the technology. Fuel cells keep making progress, especially on the commercial side of the industry. Hyundai and Iveco revealed a prototype fuel cell version of a commercial truck. Called the E-Daily FCEV, it's equipped with Hyundai's 90-kilowatt hydrogen fuel cell system and a 140-kilowatt electric motor. Its six fuel tanks hold 12 kilograms of hydrogen, and it has a range of 350 kilometers, or 217 miles, based on tests done in Europe. And the 7.2-ton truck has a maximum payload of 3 tons. Iveco says it plans to produce a small series of the E-Daily FCEV 
for trial tests with select customers by the end of next year. Hyundai and Iveco formed a partnership earlier this year, so we expect to see more commercial trucks from the pair in the future. Bridgestone is going to the moon! It's partnering with Teledyne Brown Engineering to provide lunar tires for the lunar rover vehicle that it's developing for NASA. There's not a whole lot of details, but it's a metal airless tire that must operate in extreme temperatures and harsh environments over long periods of time. Teledyne teamed up with a number of partners to create the rover, including Nissan North America. Will hardcore gearheads really go for electric muscle cars? Tim Kaniskis, the head of Dodge, says they will. And he's our guest on AutoLine After Hours this Thursday. We invite you to tune into that debate, and we'd love to hear what you think of the electric Dodge Charger Daytona. But that's a wrap for today. We hope to see you again tomorrow. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation.